Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hello. What up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing well. As usual. Yes. Everyone's staying safe. Staying safe, washing your fucking hands. Finding Dirty buggers. Yeah. You were just a little busy bee today. You did all kinds of shit around the house. I did some stuff around the house and I actually got to meet up with my best friend Emma that I haven't seen in a while. Hey, why don't we hold on one second while I plug your mic in? <laughs> okay, and we're oh, back. Now I'm part of the, now is. I'm part of the podcast. I was like, man, I should have done a mic check. Something's <laughs> weird. Something's not. Oh right. man, I would have been so mad if we did the whole episode without We've it. We've done some dumb shit like We that have before. done that before. We've recorded a whole shit without a mic. Yeah. I don't even think any of the audio was even on the thing. So bad. Ugh. Especially when you're like talking into a mic the whole time that's just and not doing anything. Yeah, and sometimes you're getting that dynamite and you can't use it. Mm-hmm. God, it's happened. But yeah, I social distanced at a park and got to meet up with a friend, which was nice. Nice. Haven't done that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then decided to get white castle on the way uh, so that's how well my diet's going if those stay in tuned <laughs> i started a diet like last i'm week, already so. regretting that i i i took it easy yeah like i also have only had like one other meal today so i'm certainly you know hungry but mm-hmm. yeah you, you still gotta put the good stuff in yeah that white castle is not that no but mm-hmm. it was i don't regret it yet uh, i probably will later <laughs> <laughs> let's see we watched that badass movie last night. Oh yeah, I had already I had watched a movie when Tom was doing it overnight. It was a random movie with like a really big cast. Yeah, this needs to be honest. I think I've said this before. This needs to be like the seg like my little Andrew's the gem segment. Gem segment. We need special music, right? I'm all about wanting like special music for special parts <laughs> of really the show. Are. I can't shut up about it. Uh, so yeah, somebody out there make us a jangle. You had to bleep out one of my spoilers in the last episode, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Learning sound effects too. What do you? Uh, it's called. The secret in their eyes, or secret in their eyes. There's something about eyes and secrets. And it had it was from 2015, but it had Julia Roberts, Nicole Kidman, um, that dude from Four Brothers who was amazing in that movie. Yeah, he was the amazing. bad guy in Four Brothers. Yeah, he was so good in this um, movie. Hank from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. I don't know his real name. And then there's another famous actor in it from. That was in House of Cards. That yeah, I really the dude that got all banged up in House of Cards. But sorry, we're bad with the those names. Those are just people's names. I don't know. They're just but, as good. But Julia but, Roberts and Nicole Kidman's. Those are some big names. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. We talked about this. I don't care for Nicole Kidman. She was a robot as fuck through that whole thing. She was weird. But <laughs> I was like, she's just gonna do like the sexy eye thing, like the whole movie. <laughs> but she it was just, really good. And it was amazing. It's on the Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, do yourself free. a favor and hit us up. Let me know. Let us know if you like because it was amazing. It's a. It's a. Uh, like definitely a drama, thriller, thriller. Definitely a drama. I mean, that's my go-to. So yeah, I, I don't know why I do that to myself when I'm home alone. I watch, you know, Stre- Normally, you get like scary, you, you find movie. one and you're like, oh fuck, I found it. Yeah, I fucking looked for 45 minutes and I found yeah. it. Yeah, I've been I've been hitting some home you runs. You really have. Last three have been really. You good. guys have to let me know if you've watched any of the our recommendations. Eyes. I think we got our friend Adam texted us a recommendation. Yeah, I don't... Which I think I forgot we asked for those, so I was really confused. But he said, The Daggers of Kitchen Fires. So maybe I'm going to give that one a go. It sounds intense. Sounds cool. 
Yes. Well, also, th- uh, this is not going to be a regisode, a regular um, episode. Also, this is We Drink and We Know Things. The, the podcast. podcast. We, wow, we normally do that at the very beginning. I don't think we ever say it. I'm Andrea. I'm Tom. I don't think we ever do that We anymore. do it sometimes. Do we? Man, we've done a lot of these. We've certainly... I feel like we have yeah. a rhythm. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we're, this is going to be um, one of our special episodes where we try, you know, do something different yes. like we've done before. Yes. This is going to be a... Let's not meet. meet. Episode. Yes. So this, if, if y'all follow the podcast or if you're new to the podcast, uh, this is a segment where we find stories, real life stories on the subreddit let's not meet Mm -hmm. and i hit up the people who write these stories and they give me permission to tell these stories um and i credit them however they wish and yeah it's it's it's, whoa sorry uh it's it's essentially i was literally gonna say essentially essentially they these are real life accounts of creepy encounters that or, or or scary encounters or terrible encounters that people have had with with strangers yeah 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 and it's it always it basically it kind of ends with like let's not i don't ever want to meet that person again or or this person that i almost met or whatever and they're all really fascinating because they're people's true well they're supposed to be people's true stories i believe everyone that we've interacted with i believe their stories and we got some good ones well i wouldn't say good ones we've got some intense ones uh this week there's a few that are kind of triggering perhaps so just keep that in mind uh i haven't read any of them yeah i have you got the permission so you read them all i know what's coming this and i have more in the pipeline so if you are one of those people that gave us uh permission it's it, i promise it's coming we, we, yeah. i just got a little overzealous and i have few more than i intended so uh yeah they're definitely there's definitely more coming as well so. we did uh we've done this before so if you you know and we're gonna do it again um this is like our glitch in the matrix you know we're kind of we want to do give you guys different stuff yeah and then you know yeah, just little before things before we do another well technically tom owes us a very long story because i gave us a very very long horrible story yeah man um just stay tuned for that yeah (laughs) it's coming Uh, (laughs) working hard on it uh uh-huh yeah man so when this drops it'll probably be friday so i hope y'all have a good day today or whenever you listen to this i hope you have a good fucking day oh wait you're gonna we're not letting it we're not releasing it tonight i don't know we might fuck it Depends on depends on how how I get through this sour beer that oh, I what have are you drinking? from West Six. It's like a uh like I have they call it a meadow vice. So it's like a, I guess it's like a wheat sour beer. I'm having. I got it from work because our uh, because of COVID our beers are going bad. But I'm, so I'm not ready to clinky. But I'm already. I'm I feel like Barney Stinson right rose. now. Rosé. <laughs> okay, clinky. Clinky. Oh, why don't we do that every Clinkies. time? We got clinkies. All right. I don't always use a regular. I don't usually always use a glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, I rarely it. actually do. I'm normally drinking yeah. them right from the vessel. Or you drink out of a mug mm-hmm. and I drink I out of a, a turvis. I'm, I am a chronic mug drinker. Oh, I did. I did get a new wine glass that Tom got me for my birthday. Yeah, it's clean as hell. Um, What does it say? It's got Tina on it. I think it's a, I'm a strong, independent woman. I'm a strong and sensual woman, yeah, isn't it? There it is, yeah. From Bob's Burgers. Cause, you yes. know, and she got me a little um makeup pouch that says, I got Linda on it from Bob's Workers and says, oh, my face. Oh, my face. <laughs> yeah, man. And I don't know Super if we fun. shouted it out. We certainly shouted it out on the podcast, but uh, I also got some really awesome prints uh, yeah. from Adam's art box. Our friend Adam. We're shouting yeah, him out man. again. He sent us some amazing. Go and- check his shit out on yeah, Etsy. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, the yeah. man. Uh, it was really cool. He Tom had ordered a bunch of stuff from him, and I didn't know because it was for my birthday. And then 
he hit me up and was like, I want to do something really kind of cool for Tom because he's been doing all these cool work video things. And so can you tell me what he likes? And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> random that he wants to just send him art. But he like put it in with our stuff. So it was so cute and sweet and fun. He's a, Thanks, he's Adam, a good yet again. sweet boy. Yes. <laughs> I don't have, I'm pr- I pretty much ran through all my shit. Yeah, I don't think I have, I mean. Uh, who, who wants to go first? Well, I'm going to do three because some of mine are shorter and you're going to do two long ones. So I think I'll probably. Mine, yeah, mine are a little longer. So I'm going to go ahead and whet my whistle right now we'll while go, you go through yeah, these. Yeah, we'll go back and forth. Yeah. And once again, thank you to all the people that uh, gave us this content. If, and also, if you have a Let's Not Meet. Yeah. If you, if you have a story. Hit us up on Even the email. if you haven't put it on Reddit, but you have a story like this that you want us to tell. Not everybody's on Reddit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't get on there. I I largely wasn't into Reddit before mm-hmm. I, we started doing stuff like this, and now yeah. I, I I pretty much hit it up every day because it's just so much content. It's yeah. everything, you know. Or even if it's not a story like an encounter, but like you have your own like glitch in the matrix that you feel like sure. you encountered, or a paranormal, a thing. paranormal go anything like that. We might be able to bundle up some. I'd love to get a listener, stories. yeah, like a oh, listener supported episode. I don't really know if cool. you saw, but we got a new five out of five star rating today. Stop it. Yep. So we're at. 86 oh, now come on let's get to i know we're we'll small drop something, but we'll drop something crazy we'll drop something crazy if we oh. get to 100 will we no i'm just kidding of course yeah we but will. we'll be at like 115 by the time we get around to it but <laughs> we, we let's get there man if you so if you haven't uh reviewed or rated the podcast please do that wherever you listen yeah uh, please uh we love it love seeing it yeah and hit us up on our email as well we drink we know things podcast, podcast at gmail this is We Drink We Know Things, a podcast. That we haven't said that. I'll probably plug this again at the end. Hey, well, you're, you're good at that. You yeah. do. I, I don't know why I'm doing that at the gate, but, mm. you know, just a little housekeeping. You know, just get it out of the way. Yeah. You know. All right, let's read some shit. All right, so I'm going to tell you on, I think we're both going to do this, the who it's by. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to read the title at the end because a lot of them give it away. It can be kind of telling. So but. um, this is from K-I-N, is that a zero? Yes. K-I-N-0-17. And these are all these people's uh, Reddit's usernames. So Yeah, and we want to give them a shout out. We want to give them a shout out for letting us tell our stories. And hopefully they give us a listen. If you give us a listen, tell us how you think we did. Appreciate you. Okay, here we go. When I was 17, I worked in a large mall at Vans. Oh, cool. I love yeah. Vans. I had a lot of creepy older guys come in and flirt with me, but one guy took the cake. Oh, no. One day I was working the usual busy as hell Saturday nights and there were four very tall men that asked for my help getting shoes. I worked at an outlet so the store was large with tall racks. The mall I worked in was extremely popular amongst locals and tourists alike. The mall has some history with being a sex trafficking hotspot for context. Whoa. Oh my gosh. So anyway, the men said they were, don't be working at a place where that's what they're known for. Shit, sometimes you need need a job, man. So anyway, the men said they were from Nigeria and they were pretty chill at first until they began to flirt. One man kept saying he has a son in Nigeria and asked if I wanted to wed him. I laughed because I thought he was joking, but suddenly he looked extremely offended. Oh my goodness. Uh, I was awkward and began talking about the shoes, but the man interrupted me with saying how great his son was and that I would make a great wife. Listen, he's really great. You should he just marry him. He loves shoes. <laughs> oh, no. No. At that point, I grew uncomfortable because I didn't want to be rude, so I asked for a coworker to come over to take care of them while I went to the quote-unquote bathroom. I get it. Smart move. Everything was normal for the remainder of my shift. 
I clocked out and I was waiting for my dad to come pick me up. I usually walked around the halls of the mall as I waited. The music was soothing and uh, all was calm. I walked past a restroom hall and saw figures standing in my peripheral. Did I say that right? Nailed it. <laughs> I glanced and saw that it was the four men from earlier. I was in full-on panic mode at that point, but I played it off. I smiled at them softly and kept walking so they didn't think I was being rude. Sure enough, they began following me. Ugh. I picked up my pace, hoping to find another, hoping to find other people walking around, but there was no one. I was speed walking, but the guys were keeping pace with me. My thoughts were to just go to the bathroom so I could lose them, so I entered the next restroom hall. I walked slowly, thinking I had lost them, but soon after, I heard pounding footsteps in a hurry. I looked back, and they oh, were coming fuck. right for me. What Jesus. the fuck? I didn't think the bathroom was an option anymore, and I started yelling for help. Good good job. Good yep, job. smart move. Smart move. I ran straight for the employee corridors of the mall. Right when I got through the doors, a security guard met me on the other side. I bumped into him, and I never felt more relieved in my life. The men took off in the other way, and the guard let me stay in his office until my dad came. Thank God for the guard. If he wasn't there, I probably wouldn't be writing this right now. As for those guys, let's not meet. Yikes. I am Yikes. fucking glad you're okay, Me man. Me too. Holy shit. So this was called Almost Got Bride Kidnapped, I think, by KIN0-17. Yikes. Yeah, so as I said, some of these are a little bit a little bit intense. That is intense. That's intense. That's scary. Yep. I, I worked at Suntan City for a while, and I had some creepers. Yeah, you like, fucking did that one guy. One guy just joined just to just to talk to you. And he was like he was in he was engaged to another woman that chick and we met them at a friend's wedding. Yeah, yep. And yep. then related to a local celebrity as well. As a side that really? guy is. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I'll oh shit, later. I don't say yeah. who it is. You yeah, you you know that. Really? No shit. Yeah, we'll talk about it another. Yeah, time. okay. <clears throat> we get to 100 reviews, I'll tell y'all. Who uh, it is. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this next story is by Callie G233. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you the story of a terrifying old creep that has stalked me since I was 16 years old. Ew. I'm currently 20. <gasps> so basically, to set the scene, I'm an average height, average size 20-year-old female. I've been told I'm very approachable and perhaps too nice to strangers. <laughs> I sometimes just don't have the heart to tell people to fuck off, and yeah. I definitely should. <laughs> sometimes you gotta listen that might be the quote of the that might i get it yeah obviously i'm not going to give many specific oh sorry obviously i'm not going to give specific details but i worked in a restaurant which was inside a bigger shopping center it's like another mall thing mm -hmm. you know? my stalker an old man named eric worked for the actual shopping center itself and not a store inside it like me when i was 16 and first started the job i was quite timid and awkward and let alone oh man I should learn to read one of these one of these times and let anyone say pretty much anything to me. I didn't quite know what to say when older customers and other employees would make inappropriate comments to me. I would simply just laugh off whatever people would say or not respond. Mm. In my 16-year-old mind, it was a lot easier to handle. That's young for working <clears throat> in a, a restaurant. 16? I mean, you can be a host, a hostess, you know. True. Yeah. I had one other friend at my job who was my age, and her name was Jessica. Jessica had worked here for longer than I had, and one day she asked me if I'd heard of this guy who worked in the shopping center called Eric. Okay. Jessica described Eric as very strange. She didn't describe him as frightening or unsettling or even someone to be afraid of, just as a very eccentric man. Really, 
and she and other employees would laugh at his odd sayings and awkward behavior. Jessica has told me that Eric had brought her a present on Valentine's Day, chocolate. Okay. Anyone would think this was friendly behavior or harmless flirting if he wasn't a 50-something-year-old man bringing chocolates to a 16-year-old girl he barely knows. No, no, nobody. I began to see for myself that Eric wasn't just an innocent old man with a slight crush. He had other intentions. The first time I remember Eric approaching me was when I was filling up a machine near the entrance of my work. This machine was out of the view of all the other employees, and the restaurant was empty. So this was pretty much the, the perfect time for a creep to approach without being seen. Yikes. Oh, fucking Eric. Eric wasn't supposed to enter my place of work when he was working at the shopping center, so he had deliberately gone out of his way to come and speak to me. To describe his appearance, he's your typical creepy old loner. I can Mm. already see him. Yeah. He was gaunt, had gray hair with bald patches, and beady little eyes, which he never adverted from yours. I can't get him out of my head till this day. Eric must have sneaked up on me. As I looked up, he was standing right next to me, a little too close. Oh, no. I could feel his breath on my cheek. Ew, no. That's way too fucking close. Somebody I know I don't even want that close. Yeah. My name is Lucy. Eric asked me, Lucy, are you married? He almost giggled after he asked me this. He had a smirk on his face, which made me feel as if he was trying to pretend that he thought I was older than I was. And at 16, I looked 16. Eric looked uh, like to ask me questions that he already knew the answer to. Just to see what my reaction would be. Letting me know in his own way that he had been looking up information about me on social media. Oh no. He would do this frequently. Ew. Yeah, what the fuck. I began to clock on to the fact that Eric had been going a little further than just approaching me at work. And instead stalking my social media accounts in the weeks following this first encounter. Such as Twitter and Instagram. Yikes. When he began asking me very specific questions about things I had posted in the days before. Creepy fucking asshole. Jesus. For example, I had posted on Instagram about a tattoo I got, which was in homage to my favorite band. I was serving a customer one day, only to be interrupted by a... Sh- oh, I guess she's a server, so maybe they, maybe she just had like a booze runner if they had booze or, you know. Yeah. It's just a maybe it's young a server, you know. Yeah. But good for her. Yeah. Get that you said her, right? Yeah, her. Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Only to be interrupted by a shrill but quiet voice. It was Eric. His eyes were huge, and he had a look of pure excitement and menace on his face. He had yet again entered my place of work when he wasn't supposed to, just to talk to me. He asked me, Lucy, what's your favorite insert band here song? Oh, no. Yeah, dude. Eric relished in my discomfort. You could see by my reaction that I was clocking on the fact that he had been viewing my personal social media, and the thought of that made my blood run cold. I felt disgusting and violated. The tattoo I had gotten was covered by my work uniform. So the only way he could have seen it was by going through my Instagram page. Yikes. Man, this creeped me out majorly, but somehow I just forced myself to forget about it all and carried on working. Eric, you motherfucker. You gotta make that shit private sometimes. I bet she does now, man. Over the course of a few months, Eric would come into my workplace more and more frequently, asking me bizarre questions and still reciting back to me things I had tweeted about or posted on Instagram. Ugh. Every time I would see him, I would get visibly uncomfortable, and he liked this. This That's, is what he I wanted. I hate that so yeah, much. Yeah, man. All while this was happening, Jessica approached me and let me know that he, that he, Eric, had followed her in his car on her walk home from work. Oh, no. Slowing down to ask her where she lived. No. Wow. I had also been told other disturbing news about Eric from multiple different people. It seems as if he was becoming more invested in whatever his intentions were towards me and Jessica. This motherfucker, dude. 
News had traveled to one of my managers about Eric's unsettling actions towards me, and this manager informed me that a few years ago, Eric was rumored to have followed a young girl who used to work for our restaurant into a toilet. Uh-uh. Fire his ass. Like, even if that's a rumor, man. Like, uh. things didn't quite make sense to me. He was known for being a creep, yet still employed at the shopping yeah, center. What yeah, the what fuck? the fuck? On one hand, I was glad to know I wasn't just creeped out for no reason, but on the other hand, I was frightened as he'd been doing this for years, yet no one had stopped him. Yeah, yikes. Anyways, uh, there was a woman who worked at the same place as me called Rebecca, and she and she had had some sort of disability which caused her to me which caused her to befriend and be trusting to people without knowing anything about them. Oh no. It seems that Eric took advantage of her. Oh no. As he had asked her phone number and she asked her for this girl's phone number and she gave it to him oh no rebecca had shown me her text with eric he had texted her things like rebecca are you alone and rebecca are you sat on the bus alone but the most unsettling part of it all was the text from eric that read rebecca could you please let me know any information on the girls that work at insert restaurant name here no oh my god i was terrible yeah dude i was stunned this was quite slowly turning into my nightmare I was constantly questioning why this old man was so hell-bent on finding everything out about my life. Why me? He had gone out of his way to source information about me through a vulnerable person who I worked with, and I was scared that he was going to go further. Oh, no. Again, this creeped me out, but still, for some reason, I forgot about it and carried on with my life, which was very hectic at the time. And in a way, I'm grateful that I didn't have the time to dwell on Eric's growing obsession. However, this was something I wouldn't be able to ignore forever as Eric began inserting himself into my life in ways I couldn't just ignore or brush off. Oh, gosh. One night, I was watching the movie Grease with my family, and I must have been... I must have tweeted something like, Grease is my favorite film. Oh. Because it's a great film, right? Yeah. Anyways, the morning after my tweet, Eric approaches me in his usual way and utters, Do you like the film Grease, Lucy? <sighs> oh, man. The same unusual... Well, I'm glad you tweeted something, or it would have been even creepier if he was... Because he would have been at house. Just fucking window. Jesus. <laughs> He had the same usual smirk lit up on his face and the same wave unusual or the same usual wave of disgust washed over him. He was really making it a point to let me know he was watching me. God. I tried to carry on my day, but spent the entirety of my shift feeling a little shaken up. To someone reading this story, it may not seem as unsettling to you as it did to me at the time. No, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. But when someone is going out of their way to make sure you know and they know information about you, you spend every waking hour thinking about what they plan to do with this information and why they insist on taunting you with this knowledge. Ugh. Yeah. The very second I clocked out of work and got into my car, my phone went off. This was a notification for PayPal. I clicked on the notification to see that I had received $3 from Eric Stanley. What? And the note attached to it read, To Lucy, Grease is the word from Eric. He literally found my PayPal account and sent me $3 with a quote from the movie attached to it. No. Why? That is so creepy. Dude, outside of this, I know a dude who fucking, this girl blocked him on like every platform. You know who I'm talking about? Uh-huh. And he fucking was doing shit like this. To, to, to try to get in To touch. talk to her. Yeah. But he was, was sending her like money. Money with like with like notes, right? Yeah, fucked up. That's so Ugh. creepy. And I don't like that it's $3. Yeah. That's, that's a, even a creepy amount. It's a creepy amount. It's not yeah. even a solid five. Give her, <laughs> Eric, if you're going to cause her this much unrest, man. Good. Also, don't do this, motherfucker. No. 
If this wasn't crazy enough, in the days following, I received a string of anonymous calls, incessant calls, one after the other. I was in floods of tears and ended up having a huge panic attack, rightfully so. I felt like there was no escape. My phone rang and rang and rang all night. I had to turn it off to get away. Even when I turned my phone back on, the calls continued. And every time my phone would ring, my head felt like it was being impaled with the sharpest knife in the world. Oh my gosh. I was on complete edge. The phone calls that I did answer were just someone breathing down the phone, Ew. making a point of making a point to breathe heavy. No, I don't even, talk, yeah. yeah, listen. right, dude. <laughs> I even swear that they were trying to sound like they were jerking themselves. Ew, 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 which sickened me. I had no proof that this was Eric, but it wasn't hard to put two and two together after all the lengths he had gone to to get in to get in tr- uh, to track down my personal information. If he had found out my PayPal address, my phone number, and all of my social media accounts, what was stopping him from finding out where I live? Yeah, yikes. Breaking in, hurting me or my family. That night I had a horrific dream in which he chased me around my house and taunted me for hours. Oh my. I still have similar dreams and struggle to sleep without my boyfriend present as I'm scared he's standing right oh, right outside to the, my door to this day. Is she still, is she aging? In, is this like progressive I guess, i'm sure, she's I'm sure like some time has passed but yeah I, yeah i don't know how long yeah. i reported eric to my managers and they passed my complaint on to the managers of the shopping center at this point i was genu- genuinely scared for my safety multiple girls added to my statement and added details of times they had witnessed eric's unsettling behavior or times he had been inappropriate with them as well eric had been cautioned by the shopping center's management yet nothing was done except the fact that he was warned not to talk to me Eric found ways around the no talking to Lucy rule. He would make animal noises at me when he would see me, uh-uh. like a animal monkey no- or a dog oh. or any bizarre noise that would get my attention. I think he just wanted me to think that he had outsmarted me. Gross. Found a way around the rules. After this, I stopped working at the restaurant as a full-time job and saw Eric less and less, which was obviously great for me. I moved cities as I went away for university and made new friends, which distracted me from my old life in my hometown. I still thought about Eric every now and then, and when I focus on it for too long, I can't be alone out of fear that he's still keeping tabs on me. The thought of that terrifies me. Yeah, I mean, because social media stuff. Yeah. After moving away and starting my new life, I forgot all about the twisted little man who used to obsess over me at my old job. I forgot he existed, but I was soon going to remember. On Christmas Day, I was back home in my hometown with my parents. My phone buzzed, and I expected it to just be another message from a friend or a family member, but I was wrong. I received a notification from PayPal. Oh, no. And it was the exact amount of $3. Ew. Only not from Eric this time, but from a girl whose name I didn't recognize at all. I opened up the PayPal app only to see a note attached to this payment I had received. The note read, sending on behalfs. On behalf of Eric. Oh, no. My blood ran cold again. I had forgotten all about this man and all he had done to make me feel unsafe and unsettled. And here he was again antagonizing me. Oh, my God. And got somebody else to do it for him. Yeah, man. Yet this time doing it through other people. Yeah. Perhaps his way of telling me that him being banned from talking to me himself won't stop him from entering my world. Oh, my God. I threw my phone down on the couch and spent the night drinking with my family until I forgot about the notification. I probably should have told somebody about it, but I just wanted to do as much as I could to block him out. I didn't want him to control me anymore, and I since haven't seen or heard anything from him, and I wanted to stay that way. Yeah. I think Eric still works at the shopping center and lives local to me. 
I avoid my old place of work so I don't have to see him and he doesn't have to see me. So to the creepy, beady-eyed freak that made me live in fear, let's not meet again. Oh! Yikes! Good lord! What was that one? Yikes! Did you you have the... You want to say the title of it and who it was by again? Yeah, so that is Grease is the Word by Callie G233. Good story. I mean, mean, terrible. Not good. You know what I mean. Fucking creepy asshole. Well told. Creepy asshole. That's awful. Yeah. I had a situation, a little stalker situation when we lived at our our own place. I kept seeing the same guy in the exact same outfit and like right in this certain shopping center and he would always be like fo- like it essentially yeah. seemed like he was following me yeah. i'd see him all the time at the same spot he would like go into a, like he followed me into a liquor store one time and didn't buy anything fucking creep it, fuck you it was yeah that was creepy i'm glad we don't live out there anymore <laughs> also i'm glad nothing bad happened to Cat. i'm so glad that's nothing good, worse that's i'm the sure that thing the about, stress of it is still oh alive. my god yeah that's the good thing about a lot of these let's not meets is because that it's is, a lot of a lot of times misses, they yeah. yeah get away or whatever you know which is fucking great yeah fucking great okay put my line down yes all right time for another one okay this is by mindful oh mindfully megan it's mindfully m-e-g-h-a-n nice cool all right Ooh, there's an update on this one okay in december 2018 my ex and i split up after seven years in a relationship i was new to the dating game so i didn't want to just jump into it in February, I met a guy at a bar. I met a guy at the bar we regular. The second time I met him, we exchanged numbers. By the end of March, I was feeling pretty comfortable and invited him to a party at my house. Okay. He stayed after the party and one thing led to another. Well, after it was all said and done, I had a weird vibe. He was too pushy and it made me uncomfortable. So I asked him to leave. I planned to never speak to him again. That is until he started to text me from random numbers. Oh, douchebag. These people find the way, ways, God. like, it's like those guys who you see those messages from on, like, Instagram and stuff of, like, people who post it where they, like, are just relentless. Yes. Like, hey. Yes. Hey. Hi. Yes. And she's like, oh, my God, they don't want to talk to you. Like, give it up, you know? Yeah. He would say things like, hope you have, hope you have fun fishing when I didn't post on any social media I was fishing. Or, um, I hope the movie was good when I hadn't posted anything online that I was at the movies. Oh, fuck. He would text me and ask where in the bar I was at different bars when I had never told anyone or posted where we were going. <sighs> That's we had, too much, We had man. no mutual friends, so he was following me. The final straw was when my friends took me to Washington, D.C. for my 25th birthday celebration. We bar hopped all over the city. Around 2.30 a.m., we came out of the last bar we were at and decided to get cookies across the street. As we were coming out of the cookie shop, guess who pops up? You guessed it. He does. He goes, I hope blank, blank, and blank were fun. I wanted to say hi earlier, but since you haven't been replying to my messages, I didn't want to freak you out. Dude. Motherfucker. Dude. Dude. No. No, dude. I was terrified. My friend's husband thankfully stepped in and called him out and threatened to call the police. I changed my number and moved. Thankfully, I haven't heard from him since. So, to the guy I mistakenly had my first ever one night stand with, let's never meet again. And then there's an update. I love when people do updates on there. Yeah. Update. After all the comments saying that I should still contact the police, that he could still be stalking me, I decided that it was best I'd do that. I contacted my local police, and they advised me to contact the police where I lived previously. 
I did so, and I still live close enough that I went on Tuesday to file the paperwork for a restraining order. Thankfully, Good for you. Yeah. Thankfully, I know his full name and place of employment, so they will be able to locate him. I provided all the text messages and screenshots that I have, and now we have to wait for him to be served. It was uh, it will be a temporary 15-day restraining order. Oh, what? That's like nothing. It will be uh, extended because our local courthouse docked docket is on a staggered schedule due to the virus oh this is that updated this is that updated so once we've been given a court date we will go i was told by the sheriff that it shouldn't be an issue getting a judge to approve a restraining order Good. for two years with all go. the evidence i have and the testimony from my friends who witnessed these events thank you for the advice there we go this is called she did the right fucking thing i slept with a guy once and he found me in washington D- washington dc three months later Fucking psycho. By mindfully dude. Megan. That's just fucked up. You don't do shit like that. No, I'm glad she went to the and to do a restraining order. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, she won't be going. She's probably not going to any bars or anything. <laughs> I'd be skeeved out. No, well, I mean, I yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah. Fuck right. But jeez, that is these creepers. Mother, just get the point, dog. Fuck off. Yeah. Always, always, always go. Even if you, it's not gonna hurt for you right. to have a little bit of protection. That's the only thing that sucks about restraining orders is that they're just a piece of paper. And yeah, it just depends people, on your fear of them. People you know? can not follow it. So yeah. yeah. But I think she did the right thing. Oh, absolutely. This next one is by Staring Void. Staring Void. A few years ago, I was renting a house in North Carolina. The neighborhood was just outside the suburbs. It seemed like the perfect balance of having space and having nice neighbors close enough to not feel isolated. The area had no street lights, so it was very dark at night, especially if there were clouds blocking the moonlight. It didn't bother me, though. It made my little house feel even more quaint on dark nights. Hmm. I got home from work one day in midwinter. It was a cold, loudy night. Cloudy? I I biffed it there and tried to recover (laughs) with my uh, strange accent. (laughs) So, uh, it was a cloudy night. So, pulling up to my house, I was the only... I saw only what my headlights and front porch light illuminated. When that I, always freaks me out. We don't our our light over our garage doesn't work, and yeah, it like it's, if I come home at night, it's like, ugh, and there's like no moon out. It's I'm like creeped out. To, I'm always afraid someone's gonna rush me from our yeah, backyard or something. I need to get that fixed, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I got out of my car, I caught a whiff of a cigarette smoke. Ew. That was odd, as I had never smelled that before around the house. I didn't see anyone nearby, so I ignored it and went inside. I had just got off a shift with a few hours of overtime, so I felt pretty tired. Even though it wasn't even 7 yet, I decided to take a shower and call it a night. Good for you. Good for you. Way to work hard. Gotta <laughs> do it. I woke up sometime later, sure that I had heard a noise inside my house. I wasn't worried right away because my friend would sometimes stop by or use my shower after work on his way to his night classes. Oh, I had given him a spare key so he could stop by even when I wasn't home. Oh, dude, you're letting me know when you're yeah, coming by, you're though. Yeah, you me the fuck up, bro. I could be out here with my balls out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he would always text me to l- let me know beforehand, though, oh. and I hadn't heard my phone go off. Okay, yeah, so, all right. That's good. Smart. I was just like, I have, I have there are people I know that are just like, yeah, come over. When, you don't even have to knock. I'm like, I'm knocking even if you tell me not to knock. I'm just like, I, you know I have, I cannot yes. stand when people show up unannounced. Oh, my God. I could tell us, I could tell you some stories. But. I, it's. No, I don't know. You don't know what I'm doing, what state right. I'm in, if I have makeup on, if I have a bra on. Sure. 
maybe I just don't want to see you. Just don't show up in my house. All of those have been the case. (laughs) Uh, I reached over my bedside table and picked up my cell phone to see if my friend had sent me a text. The bright light from my phone screen and number pad blinded me. These were the days before phones had a light sensor that would dim the screen in the dark. And this particular phone was so bright that I could use it as a flashlight. My shit doesn't dim when I light it up. No, like, you, you, know, you can't adjust the brightness settings is what I think he's saying. Oh, like oh, 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> Through squinted eyes, I could make out that it was 9-something, but I couldn't tell if I had an unread text or not. I set my phone aside and called out my friend's name. There were a couple of seconds of silence before I heard loud footfalls as <gasps> someone started running through the bottom floor of my house. No! Nope! nope. Running! Nope. Hell no. no. Hell no, dude. I leapt out of bed and ran to the closet. They were already up the stairs by the time <gasps> I opened the no, no, the, no, no, no. By no. the time I opened the door and stepped inside. Stop. That house had three rooms. I have chills right now. Ugh. That house had three rooms upstairs, two bedrooms on either side of the hallway, the one I was in and a spare, and a bathroom at the end. The bedroom doors were both closed, but the bathroom door was cracked open. I heard whoever was in my house thunder down the hallway past my door and into the bathroom. Ugh. Thank God he did. That gave me enough time to open the access, the attic access and the ceiling of my closet and hoist myself up. I just started to lift myself up when the person ran back out of the bathroom. My feet were barely inside of the attic when my bedroom door burst open. No. Oh, no. I heard footsteps run into my room and stop. When they didn't see me in that room, they ran back to the hallway and into the other room, which just had boxes stacked in the corner. Were they like, looking for somebody? I guess, man. Yeah. How did you get them in the attic so quick? Nimble motherfucker. Good. Yeah, yeah. Mother- anybody. <laughs> that shit will turn you into an athlete. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. other rooms just had boxes stacked in a corner, some weights, and a table where I painted my miniature models. I guess they decided that if someone were hiding, it would be in the bedroom because they charged back into my room and turned on the light. Ew! What the actual fuck? I hate this so much. A moment later, the closet door was ripped open. He's in the attic. Or they're in the attic of that where that closet why didn't they run downstairs and out the front door this is not they didn't maybe didn't have time no i mean you did you're fine you did what you needed to do this is so scary they're looking for him or her whoever them yeah i was crouching in my attic just a foot or so away from the access so i could try to stop them if they started to climb up from my vantage point all i could see was from about their knees down they were wearing dirty blue jeans with frayed cuffs and worn work boots after a few seconds of looking in the closet they stepped away and i heard a loud crash come from my room followed by a scream of frustration and anger no that scream was the most unnerving part of the incident for me it reminded me far too much of my stepfather who would scream in a similar way when he lost his temper he would eventually be put into a mental hospital for several mental disorders that resulted in erratic and violent tendencies oh yeah. Oh my the, God. Yeah. The man in my house ran back down the stairs. I heard crashes and clatters <gasps> as things were thrown around and furniture was knocked over. Uh, I stayed crouched in the attic. I had left my cell phone where, when I ran oh, for the closet. Shit. And I wasn't certain I could climb down without hear, without him yeah, hearing. Yeah, no, 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 Stay no, the no. fuck there. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be there. Oh, no. Oh, my God. After some time, the noises stopped. I started counting slowly when I reached a thousand. I decided it was safe, safe enough to climb down and call the police. That would be a, sh- a shook-ass moment, too, to be like, okay, hopefully they're not still fucking Yeah, because they could just be cr- waiting. Just waiting. And, oh, oh, my God. I hate it. Oh, my God. The first thing I noticed when I exited the closet was the intruder had flipped my bed over. 
I assume in what? some I assume in some attempt to find me. That was the loud noise I heard after he stepped away from the closet. I couldn't find my cell phone, so I went to the landline by the bed and called the police. At least I had a landline. Oh I'd be God. screwed. I waited in some I waited in my room until I heard them call out from downstairs. The first floor was a mess, but I expected that. Chairs had been knocked over, the sofa had been flipped, all the books, pictures, and knickknacks I had on my shelves were strewn across the floor. The cupboards in the kitchen had been opened, and all the box and canned food had been thrown on the ground. What the fuck? As far as I could tell, though, the only thing missing was a single knife out of the wooden <gasps> block in my kitchen. No! Jesus Christ. They were going to murder you! Oh, my God. The police checked the house from top to bottom. They found that the side door had been forced open by something like a crowbar. They also found a, a few cigarette butts along my fence line uh, with some foil and an empty pen tube which the police said people often use to smoke meth. Oh, no. He was off of his rocker. Yep. Him or her. Yep. This, pers- this yep. person. I think, she said, I think he or she said. Either way. Oh, my that gosh. That it was a dude, right? I thought they yeah. thought it was a dude. Yeah. So they think he had been watching my house for a while. I realized that he must have been out there smoking a cigarette when I got home. Ew. They collect- well, she showered. He could have. The- dude, yeah. Or him or her. I, yeah. I don't know if it's the guy or Yeah, it doesn't, really, it doesn't say, I don't think. Yikes. Um, I realized that he must have been out there smoking a cigarette when I got home. They collected the evidence and told me I should stay with family or friends that night and get that door fixed as soon as possible. Um, yeah. Yeah, and a security system and some dogs. Yeah. And- <laughs> Dude, I opted to just not sleep. I moved a shelf over to block the broken door and spent the next couple of hours cleaning things up. Nobody go out of the house. I would yeah. not stay there. I would often go to the window with a flashlight and shine it along the fence line where the police found the cigarette butts oh. and foil, but I didn't see anything. That's a brave person. Yeah. Fuck. The next day I called to have the door fixed and the motion light and motion lights installed at the back and side of the house. That's what's up. Yeah. I ran a phone cable up into the attic and added a landline. I never oh, wanted smart. to be stuck up there without a phone again. Nothing else happened at that house, though. I lived there for another three years without incident. Wow. Wow. One more precaution I took was practicing getting out of my bed, going to my closet, and climbing into the attic as quickly and as quietly as possible. I even kept at it when I moved, except now I go to a crawl space at the back of the closet instead of the attic. I try not to think about what would have happened if I had been a bit slower going into the attic or if he hadn't gone to the bathroom at the end of the hall first. Oh, my God. Wow. Did that one have a title? Uh, yes. That was so scary. Someone broke into my house and tried to find me. Oh. By uh, staring void. That is so scary. Holy shit. And the, shit. the, the, the scariest part is the knife the missing. Knife. That means they were gonna fucking murder oh him. Oh, my God. If they yeah. hadn't gotten out of bed, they might have just been straight up stabbed to death. Yeah. Oh, my God. By some fucking meth head, man. This is why I'm glad we have dogs. Yeah, we got a few other things for him too. Yeah, but like when I'm home by myself, mm-hmm. we we yeah, I take these guns with me. You know what I'm saying? Oh Jesus, we he was hugging about his arms. Just <laughs> everybody knows they knew. Um, we found some weird stuff around our house. Like yeah, yeah, that freaks me because n- neither of us smoke. We found cigarette. We bots. found tons yeah. of cigarettes and condoms. Yep. Yeah, that was fucked across up. our driveway. Yeah, that was fucked up. Y'all really don't do weird. meth, man. So weird. Don't do meth, buddy. I think we got one more for you this evening. All right. That one was so creepy. Yeah. That's terrifying. This next one's a little intense, too. Oh, God. Okay. DK325. Sounds good. Okay. This occurred in 2017, and it is 100% true. Good. 
We appreciate it. Due to a multitude of factors, including a recent death of a close friend, I was unbearably depressed at this time in my life. For that reason, my family flew across the country to visit me in L.A., where I live. We thought it would be nice to visit Catalina Island. When for, the, we arri- for the wine mixer. <laughs> oh, what's that from? Stepbrother. Oh, yeah. When we arrived, it became apparent to us that it was the off season. It was late November, the weather was cold, and as a result, the island was nearly empty besides locals and a few straggling tourists such as ourselves. Our first priority was to ditch our luggage so we could explore the island. So we immediately checked into our motel, though that word hardly does the place justice. I call it a motel because all the doors to the rooms exited to the outside, but it actually... But in actuality, our room was one of 20 to 30 quaint guest house looking buildings arranged in sort of a horseshoe shape around a walkway with rooms on either side of the path. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. That was a fine description. Yeah. The entrance to the motel was essentially one of the points of the horseshoe. And if you walked dead straight, you reached the room we were given. Essentially on the corner before you have to go right to go further into the horseshoe. So from our room, one path led back to the street and one the other further into the secluded maze of rooms. Stay with me. (laughs) After a day of exploring and having just finished dinner, it was time for the cold, dark walk back to the room. Catalina Island is a decent distance from the mainland, and let me just say, it gets dark. Simply dark was my headspace after the dinner conversation, took a left-hand turn, and my overwhelming depression got the best of me. Oh, that's not right. I pulled my black hoodie tighter over my freezing ears and walked ahead of my parents to the hotel room, telling them I just needed to go to sleep. And I immediately did. Depression sometimes makes that easy. I was already losing consciousness as they entered after me, drifting off without so much as a good night. I then woke up to my mom saying my name, a harsh whisper. The room had two beds, my parents' bed closer to the door, and mine further in the room. My mom's voice cut through the silence again. She sounded concerned for me. I didn't blame her considering my mental state at the time. Groggy, I rolled over. What? I asked. As my eyes adjusted to the dim moonlight coming in through the curtains, I saw her turn to face me. She was surprised to see me in bed? Oh, no. Her eyes got wide. If I'm in my bed, who is she talking to? Ooh. We both looked back to where she was previously looking to see a hooded figure in all black standing over their bed. Fuck. 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 Dude, I, when I first read this, I had absolute chills. <gasps> oh my god. I know this is Let's Not Meet, and you're reading this knowing a creepy thing is going to happen. It's in the title. I didn't read it yet. <laughs> but understand how horrifically startling it is to be on an island in the middle of the ocean and wake up to see a hooded stranger looming over you. This moment seemed to last forever. Ooh, I bet. Jesus. Life isn't like movies where characters unleash a blood-curdling scream. Sometimes the only thing that comes out is something panicked and guttural. My mom's words became low and severe as she said my dad's name in a dire voice I've never heard her use before. Then the hooded figure did something so bizarre and unsettling. It didn't advance towards us, but instead crouched in the corner near where it stood. The way it crouched was so absolutely unexpected, even in regards to this already unexpected situation, that it terrified me. It seemed animalistic. I hate this. Yikes. I knew two things. The hooded figure had been standing over a sleeping and it's not acting in any sort of way that I can understand. (sighs) As opposed to the infinite moment of this figure standing over us mere seconds ago, the series of events that unfolded when my hulking ex-military dad woke up happened in an instant. 
Suddenly, we were out the door, not knowing which way the intruder went. My mom was screaming, screaming, get him, get him. My dad was running down one path of the horseshoe, horseshoe further into the hotel, shouting through sheer adrenaline, I'm going to fucking kill you. I ran down the other path towards the streets. When I got there, not a sign of the intruder, but it became suspiciously quiet behind me. I ran back to the room to find my dad quietly walking back, his head low. He gets really close to me, and I hear him say, it's a fucking kid. The explanation, some young teen, tall and lanky as I am in my 20s, wearing all black, including a black hoodie, went into the wrong room, our room. The one time my parents just so happened to forget to lock the door. My mom woke up when he entered and seeing a tall person in a black hoodie thought he was me. Oh my gosh. Uh, Assumingly leaving the room in a depressive episode and when the hooded figure crouched, that was him realized he made a a mistake and panic. Uh, Him realized he made his mistake and panicking. He was scared of us. Oh my, oh my God. God. What a twist. A M. Night Shyamalan story. <sighs> As I got back to the room, my mom walked out and hugs this kid who is now crying his eyes out. I would be too if a massive ex-soldier was sprinting after me with murder in his eyes. So to the now traumatized kid from Catalina Island, I look forward to reading your Let's Not Meet of this same event from your perspective. Oh my gosh. Yikes. Oh, I'm glad it was innocent. I am too. Oh my gosh. But that is, that would still be, oh, and he was scared. He crept. He was just, ah! Why are you guys in my room? Ah! Nobody. You're in the wrong room. Oh, bud. Oh my gosh. So that was everything that was all of us yeah, yeah those were creepy yeah a lot of them are and again just to, to reiterate thanks to everybody that uh allowed us oh, to tell our I stories i didn't read this one was called um i woke up to a hooded figure standing over me by dk325 yeah again thanks yeah. to all those thank you guys. everybody i uh, hope you guys uh like hearing your stories told back to you and like again if you have any of your own personal stories uh email us at we don't know things podcast at gmail bang and um thanks for listening mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everybody stay safe and we'll keep be, washing your fucking hands we'll be back soon for another episode we'll talk at y'all we'll talk at y'all real soon right May. bye bye